How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Kramer, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. And welcome to the 19th hole, brought to you by Golf Talk Live. I'm Alan DePew. I'm joined, as always, by Christian Nazamus and Andrew DePew, and we got a lot on, st- on tap for tonight. We're talking Valspar. We're talking uh, LPGA, HSBC in, uh, in Asia. We've got Phil Mickelson on tap for a conversation today and Pine Valley. But, boys... Welcome. I think we're going to actually start with something near and dear to Christian's heart. None other than Ricky Fowler. What's going on, Ricky? You're laughing. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be something bad because he isn't playing, right? But he is. That's my point. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know if you saw this. It's been a long day. It wasn't been clicking here. Yes. The sponsor exemptions. Yes. Sponsor exemption to the PGA. Well, apparently, uh, who's the big sponsors that are there? I mean, we're going to have to talk to Don Ray about this. He must've gotten some deal through Mercedes or something. I don't think, I don't think I even want, I don't think I even want to put Don Ray's our boy, but I don't think I want to put Don Ray in that position to have to, to uh, justify how uh, the May 10 cutoff, Ricky sitting currently at May, uh, the top 100 in the official world rankings get in. He's sitting at 111, theoretically, theoretically. Ricky could still make it. You know, notice, by the way, Christian is staying quiet. Um, but basically, uh, Rick doesn't make it in because of his 2018 performance on the Ryder Cup. Um, Rick just doesn't make it in, but Rick's in now. Christian, you want to chime in at this point? I don't think Ricky deserves to be in the PGA, to be honest with you. Not a boy. You're learning. I, mean, I, love, Rick, I love Ricky. I love Good Ricky job. and what he does for the game. I think he's done a tremendous job, but Ricky has been playing like shit all season. I'm sorry for my language, but he has. Season. Like, bro, it's been like three years. He's I, I mean, he really hasn't done anything. You know what I mean? It's kind of going back to uh, Jordan Speed's days where he was just like not having a swing before Jordan started having a breakout season again this year. I don't think Ricky deserves to be in and uh, Ricky will miss the cut and won't even have an opportunity. It won't even, the, the trophy's not even going to be in a, in a sniff for, for Ricky Fowler. So let me He's going to have this. a terrible, terrible performance there. Let me ask you this. What happens? Okay. Now I'm in agreement with you. I don't think he should be there. I think you should never have an exemption for a major especially smaller tournaments okay you want to get some guys like feel good stories what have you you know what have blah 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 blah. like for example and i know we just we talked about this on the last show but like big mike i would love to see him on some mini on you know after his his claim to fame i'd love to see him on on some tour events that'd be kind of cool um i don't think it should happen at the major what happens though it just clicks at kiowa and he's in contention. And more importantly, he actually – I'm just, again, all hypothetical. I don't think it will happen. But what happens if he wins? If, then, he, then he lifts the Wanamaker trophy. Well, so yeah, that, that's, this, I mean, so that's, a, that's a big if. And that trophy, you know, by the way, is nearly as big as Ricky. 
It's a yeah. big if. I don't. I don't take that away. I, what I'm going towards though is, is that not wrong that somebody else didn't have the chance because they had a sponsor exemption? Someone that don't. No, 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 no. I didn't. I don't. I, hang on. I got to find the official. So confirmed with the PGA. Confirmed with the official PGA or PGA official. Uh, Ricky Fowler and John uh, Caitlin also, by the way, have received special invitations to the PGA Championship based on their performances, playing records, and official world golf rankings. Um, Caitlin, by the way, is currently sitting at the 82 spot. Okay, but he's inside the top 100. I, I concur. So my point is, like, why should somebody that's outside the top 100 not get an invite when, let's say, somebody who's at 99th doesn't? That's what I'm saying. So, like, how would it be fair if this man on the on Sunday and, – and all due respect, we'd love to obviously see it, right? Like, I'm just playing the hypothetical. But, like, where is the line drawn? You know, we said that it wasn't going to happen for Augusta, and it didn't. Well, it's not. It's definitely. It's never going to happen at Augusta for a special. But, but then, but then, yeah. but then you have you have at the PGA. It does. So, like, why? That's my. I guess my question. Why? Like, why? It's they got forty million dollar bonus deal that says that they need to be out there performing better. I kind of agree with your dad a little bit. Obviously, like, look, I love Big Mike. For those of you, those of you that can't see, I'm just doing the Johnny Menzel money symbol here. I mean. Yeah. And uh, I mean, look, who, would you rather watch, you know, Big Mike come down the stretch or would you rather have Ricky Fowler come down the stretch? Honestly, I mean, that, if you told I'd rather me, have Big Mike right now. If you told me right now that I had the option of having Ricky Fowler or Big Mike walk away with the Wanamaker at Kiowa, I would tell you Big Mike without a question. Because I'm going I'm to I might get some backlash on this one. I was the guy that was rooting for Bob May to knock Tiger off when they had that epic battle many years ago for the PGA. Yeah. yeah, I'm all about the upsets too, obviously. But, I mean, I think 99% of the golfers, and yes, what, what he did last week and qualifying for the Dallas Bar was a truly amazing story, obviously. And I hope that he can continue to, to play well and, and hopefully one day earn his tour card. You know, but obviously I'm going to say Ricky. I mean, that, that you're, you're talking about two different players. Ricky, we, you're I, talking about Ricky. I, I just, I, I don't, I think, I think for a major championship, I think it is, it, here, uh, actually, let me back up. I think for a major championship, for someone who has not demonstrated in his career victories and have, in major championships, to get a special invitation is wrong. I agree. We're going to talk. We're going to. We're going to talk. Wait. We're going to talk about something. Our next. My next talking point on the show today. Next on tap is actually right along the same lines. And you know what? Let's. We. Well, well, we'll hold on a second. The, in 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 Ricky. And again, in Ricky's defense, he's won the players, which is like the unofficial. I mean, again, I, I'm just trying to understand why. Like at at the end of the day, that's I guess my problem. Like I don't understand the why to it because it does not make sense to me. If you're not going to have it at one, then don't have it at the others. Like, hold a firm hand on this is what we're doing and stick with it. That's my opinion. Well, it's never – again, it's never going to happen at Augusta because Augusta is a privately run event, basically. 
the PGA is man. The PGA Championship is obviously for the PGA of America, Professional Golfers Association of America. The Open Championship is put on by the Royal and um, Royal and Ancient, and uh, the U.S. Open by the USGA. They can they can certainly change their their rules or specify. I don't think I don't think he deserves to be there. I don't think he deserves to be there either. I think he's going to miss the cut. I think he's going to make a fool of himself. And I think that he is. I don't know if he'll, I don't know if he'll go that far. Rick, Ricky, think... Ricky's not a good win player. Kiowa Island, you have to hit a low. You have to learn how to fight the ball. Obviously. Well, I'll tell you. Well, I'll, tell, all the I'll tell you right now. Be, I mean, Kiowa. We're, Kiowa talking the same, we're talking the same Ricky Fowler. Ricky who, Fowler. Who I did Dave, not think Dave, Dave, over the course of his career, almost every announcer has said that his best option to win a major is probably the open because of his ball striking ability and being able to play in the wind. We're talking about the same Ricky Fowler. Yeah. I, I strongly disagree with that. I think, I think he's, I think, I think he's, he's going to miss the cut by a landslide. The problem is he just can't, he can't hit the ball on planet earth or, and he can't make a putt. He looks like my putting stroke. Well, I'll tell you what, if he, if he's off planet earth, he's in the ocean down there. I mean, it's, it's just that simple. I'll tell you what, if he gets, if Kiowa shows its teeth like it did the second on that famous Friday round when Rory won, when the, they had the uh, BGA there before, it could be carnage. Hundred percent. Not just for Ricky, for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And now here we go. Human interest story number two. We're gonna. It's gonna same topic. Okay, we're, we're gonna see. We're gonna see where your boys stand. Same topic. Phil Mickelson. His exemptions are up. Phil has to go to special, go to the uh, sectional. He obviously is because of who he is. He has to go to sectional qualifier for the U.S. Open this year. Yeah. Justifiable? Not justifiable? Absolutely. Let's say you. Absolutely. I, I still stand by the fact, and it's nothing, because Phil is a champion and, and is a professional, just like Ricky. But I, in my opinion... There are plenty of guys who are playing better than him that deserve to be there and have a chance to win the tournament. There was many of years that Ricky had in those prime of his, if you want to call it prime, because I mean, I think he's just in a slump, so I don't think it's really past his prime, but there was plenty of years that he was far better than other players and those players didn't play. So I don't see it as an issue that Phil has to go to sectional qualifying. If we wanted to play in the U S open, which don't think any of us are good enough to ever qualify, but Hey, you know, who knows? Maybe one of us gets lucky. We have to go through sectional qualifying to follow the rule, to be able to play in the tournament that we want to play in. I think it's, I think it's only fair. I think it's only realistic. It's the only one that he, you know, hasn't won. So why, why has it got to be any different just because we want well, him to win the U S open. I, well, this, this, I'm I, mean, this, I would definitely want him to win, but I, this, I'm not going to say it's any different. <laughs> Don't, don't don't discriminate against the righties in the world. Um, I mean, Phil was asked this question down at the Valspar this week, which, by the way, he missed the cut. Mm -hmm. Okay. His response was, and I quote, I don't know. I just don't know the answer to that right now. I'm scheduled to go through qualifying the day after the memorial in Ohio. And then it goes on to say that he he is, because of who he is, has, is can do the sectional qualifier. Um, he cannot qualify through exemptions. However, and they have done this in the past, the USGA can grant a special exemption 
uh, which has not apparently come been determined at this point. Christian, what say you? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, this goes back to the whole Ricky and Augusta thing. You know what I mean? Like the U.S. Open is not the same without a Phil Mickelson there, just because. I mean, that's that's Phil's baby, right? Phil wants to win that tournament more than anybody else, and I bet you right now, Phil would trade half his tour events, tour wins for one U.S. Open title. Oh, I, Go I back won. to Andrew's point, right, where I think that, yes, I do think he deserves to go through qualifying. He's not playing well at the moment. Um, you know, who knows, though? He could win at the Memorial. He loves that place. He loves Jack's place, and who knows? He could win there, could give him a boost of confidence. He could go to sectional qualifying. Who who knows at this point? Now, does but, it, am I mistaken that if they qualify, if he wins the Memorial, isn't it because it's such a bigger one, don't they give them? Which it would be there's a couple of tournaments that they give like the, the major status to. He'd be in because of a victory. Okay. You know, so, I, I will say this though. And I, and I don't, I know he's Phil Mickelson. I understand that he's, you know, an icon for in golf and stuff like that. However, when it comes to this special exemption, if the USGA does grant to it, I do not think they should give it to Phil Mickelson personally because I don't think Phil's earned it this year. And I think Phil would even say that and allude to it as well. I don't think Phil's playing well. I don't know what's going on with Phil at the moment right now. But again, I think Phil will be the first to tell you that I don't deserve this. He'll obviously, if he does get it, he'll hopefully take advantage of it. But at the end of the day, that's just my opinion. So uh, I will say my closing thought on this is two things. First, I think what's catching up to Phil Mickelson and what's happening with Phil Mickelson is what happens to every single one of us. It's called Father Time. It's going to knock at our door one day or another. And I think Father Time is just finally hitting Phil in the wrong way that he's just not able to compete because there's so many young guys on tour that can flat out play. I think if I'm going back and I'm not changing my opinion and stance on it, because I still don't think Phil should deserve the special. I think he should still have to qualify given the rules that he, that everybody else has to follow. But if I'm going to look at the two in, one, in the same hand, like Ricky's in my left hand, do I think he should qualify or the other one? I actually think that because of Phil's past record and championships in majors, that's, that's that, that he over Ricky should be able to get the, the special exemption. However, if you give one to Ricky and you don't give one to Phil, I see a, a, a major flaw. I can understand. No, no, pun, no pun intended, right? What's that? No pun intended, right? What do you mean? <laughs> major I mean, flaw. Oh, major flaw. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just think like if I'm looking at it, I, I and you're saying that the record and how they played, Bill's a major champion. Ricky's not. And Bill's, Bill's legacy is deserving of a special exemption. Phil's ability to compete is probably on. I I don't have Phil's uh, official world ranking, but he has fallen out of the top hundred as well. Uh, they are they're on par again, no pun intended. I uh, I think with each other. I think Phil's legacy carries him forward. If they if if the U.S. Open wants, and and here's the thing, it boils down to the governing body that's governing the event so if the usga feels that phil is warrants a special exemption then give him a special exemption i don't think ricky's warrants from the pga of america other than ricky is a great ambassador for the game and that's what the pga enjoys is 
the great ambassadors for the game. Either way we do this, I think they both need to be of sound mind and body if they're going to compete. And there is no better way to be a better sound mind and body, a healthy body, than Andrew. Friends over at Yips. That was a pretty good. Yips. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, yes, our good friends over at Yips. They are the official CBD and herbal supplement of Golf Talk Live and the 19 Pole Podcast. Obviously, you're listening to it, so you know we are on the 19 Pole Podcast. Um, they are the world's first full spectrum CBD supplement, which is also pretty cool. They have figured out a way to create a product with zero loss to the plant strain and degradation of the plant strain, which is known as the Lacey effect. There is no toxins, additives, or chemicals like other big CBD brands, which is obviously ideal because we only want to put the best into our bodies. And as you mentioned, Alan, is created with all organic, non-GMO, and gluten-free ingredients, so it truly is the best thing for your body. If you're looking to get a hold of this phenomenal product, be sure to use our code GTL10 for 10% off. Again, that's code GTL10 for 10% off. And please try them out. Start seeing the phenomenal benefits today. It will help your mental game. It help calm those nerves on the golf course that we all struggle with. And I can't iterate it enough. Go try them at yips.co using our code GTL10 for 10% off. So Christian, a natural, nice little segue into our conversation about the LPGA this week. Wrapping up would be, uh, did you see the story coming out of New Jersey? Pine Valley Golf Club, number one golf course in the world, longstanding tradition of a, being a male-only facility, is making historic change. In an email uh, issued by Jim Davis, the club president, to the members Friday evening, that a historic change for years, the club did not permit women on the grounds until they would allow them to play Sundays. And I quote from this, uh, from an excerpt from the email, apparently, the future of golf must move forward towards inclusion. And I am pleased to report the trustees and members of Pine Valley have voted unanimously and with enthusiasm to remove all gender specific language from their bylaws. And it goes on to say that they anticipate having a qualified member by the end of the year yeah i mean obviously we we talk about it every week how how good golf is right now like as a sport right from men to women to the champions tour you know it's just in a phenomenal spot right um i i I like the idea of them bringing women on obviously just because again golf is going to continue to grow and uh you know we hope as us three have been in golf for our entire life that we hope that we can you know expand golf down the horizons and get clubs in people's hands and, uh, you know, at a younger age and, and whatnot. But, you know, I mean, I, I like what Pine Valley did to be honest with you. And I think that it's going to show more and more, hopefully uh, club uh, memberships down the road um, that they should be doing this. I think personally speaking, they're a little behind the times, just being honest. They're the number one club in the world, but quite frankly, they're behind the times. Um, Golf has evolved from just the rich old white man's game to now becoming because of a lot of municipalities and, and, and local courses becoming more open to the general public, um, an option for everybody. 
And I think that's phenomenal because it helps grow the game and it helps beyond, you know, beyond, well beyond our own years. Hopefully we'll continue this great game that we know and love. Um, I can tell you from just even my own personal this, this weekend, in fact, um, took the fiance out and we, we actually had her hitting golf balls for the first time struggled, but she's learning. And it's in my mind, it's a smart step for them because these males that they have at the club being able to have your wife or your kids or your daughter or whoever it might be able to come out and play with you only promotes you being at the club longer it only promotes you spending more money with the club so by doing this it also allows them to kind of create that that issue that they may have always ran into which is hey i'm going to the club like your sol like now they can come to the they can be there so I think it's smart. I think it's a little behind, um, quite frankly, but it's kind of the luxury that they get to have when they're at the. I want to put. I want to just. I'm only going to put it that, and I preference this by saying I commend. I I commend Pine Valley for taking this step. I do believe that there are, you know, and I, I'm the I'm I'm a generation older than you guys, right? So, but I do believe that there are certain clubs and certain activities for you know that they they maybe ought to be a gender that there's nothing wrong with having a woman's club that does this or a men's club that does that i don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong you know it's 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 like the guy that wanted to you know dress up and he, he wanted to be a waitress at hooters entitled to sure but why were they doing it I do believe this is right in the in the context of golf. So please don't want to send me any, any hate mail <laughs> on this. I do believe this is right on in the context of golf because Pine Valley is an amazing venue. It, it has a piece in golf history of golf lore. I've had the pleasure of playing. It was a, it was remarkable to play it, um, to walk through, to look at the locker room, to, to, to stand at the bar and just have a beverage after golf. Um, to see the architecture just of the golf course itself. It's an amazing venue. And I think, I think you're right, Andrew. I think they are maybe a little dated to do this. Um, and I wonder if I, I, I'd be interested to, to ask a couple of club members that I do know if they were, they, they felt any pressure from Augusta having the women's amateur and things of that nature nowadays. Well, I can tell. So here's the thing. Okay, so so and this is where this is where my point was also going to be made is Augusta National is probably even though they're not number one, they're probably the pinnacle of knowledge. Like, even if you're not a big golfer, you may not know Pine Valley, but you know Augusta National. Augusta National has hosted women members now since, you know, Condoleezza Rice. Um, other ones, well, but, they, but, but, but they were they had to be picketed before they finally well, okay, conceded. Yes, but you get my point, they allowed it well before this. Sure, they now have the women amateur, they now have the drive, ship, and putt. Um, there's another, you're, you're, club you're, you're, we've, we've had Bob Baldessari who was instrumental in the drive, ship, and putt. I'm going to keep interrupting, but I apologize. I mean, Bob, your, your point is they understand their role mm -hmm. in golf. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I guess my thing is like there's a club, there's clubs up here that even host a junior invitational. 
And it, it's like global junior invitational up here in Western New York um, and Buffalo area. And, and, and so I guess my point is like to not have inclusion at this year and, until now it is dated. Could they have been maybe a little stuck in their ways? I, we will never know, right? But the change that they're making, I think, is a positive one. I hope that they over go through the process of, of trying to create a way that cl the, this type of club can have success and get to that level. Because more clubs that are known around golf as being inclusive, I think, will only help grow the game further. That's my point. I mean, Christian, do you think uh, we, we were talking about Kim Kardashian? Play, do you think she'll be the first member? No. No. She's going to go to uh, – she'll go to Riviera or somewhere out there. I know the joke. <laughs> but, uh, again – But uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's transition here. Christian, please, please move us. Where, where is real ladies golf being played? Yeah, they were uh, the HSBC Women's World Championship, I believe, held in Singapore this past week. Um, you know, again, phenomenal play. I, I, I'm, I'm going to probably butcher her name. All right, that's why yeah. I threw it at you. I know I, I'm going to butcher her name. You're, so you're going to butcher it, but I would have butchered it. So I, I, feel I apologize if she's listening. Um, and please, if you are, DM us on social media. I would love to know how to pronounce it. I'm going to go with Yoju Kim is the winner. Uh, minus 17, phenomenal last round. She shot eight under, um, looked like 64 in the final round, just played outstanding golf, um, you know, bogey free. And it was just, it was a treat to watch. I watched a little bit of it at night when uh, they were with the time change and stuff like that. Uh, again, from what I saw, she was just in full control of her golf swing and nothing really got. 64 I mean, in the final round, right? Yeah, when you shoot 64 in the final round, I hope that you would be in full control of your golf swing. But no, uh, she didn't really look at leaderboards too much. She kind of knew where she stood all along. And uh, again, she just stuck to her routine, stuck to the game plan, ended up coming out on top. Came out one shot ahead of Hannah Green, and uh, there was three players, uh, Tavanikit, uh, Inby Park, and Lynn, um, all at T3, 273. So, Yeah. Great play. There's they're they're going to be in Asia again this week, I believe, coming up. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh. It's going to be another probably phenomenal tournament to watch. I mean, if you're shoot, if you hey, you know. if you're firing sixty four, you're rolling the rock, right? Well, and so eventually, I was hoping that we could get here because, quite frankly, oh, we have a very special announcement that you guys are just completely missed on the show notes, and I I, I got I get to share it because well. I get to use them firsthand. I personally love them. I am a, a big fan of their product. And obviously, we're talking about Rolling the Rock. We can't talk about Rolling the Rock without bringing up our good friends over at Perfect Practice Putting Mats, which starting yesterday, it's our first show. So give us give us a little break for anyone who wants to give us a little hate out there. But it was our first show of May. I can proud to officially announce. We said that there was some special announcements coming throughout the quote of the, quote of the year. And throughout the year with some of the stuff that we are doing here with the 19th hole. And I'm super, super proud to announce that the perfect practice putting mats are now the official putting training aid of golf talk live and the 19th hole podcast guys. I, I know that we, we bust on my putting stroke all the time, but this training aid and having these guys on board as a part of a now our official sponsor 
I am super excited. I hope you guys are too. We will get to try to do that. We do have some, for all those that are listening, we will be reaching out with Ed, uh, who is the owner, Ed Mileto. He is the owner, co-owner of Perfect Practice. So we are going to be having him. We're just figuring out some scheduling details at this present moment to have him back on to talk more about the Perfect Practice putting mats, how you can get them, what he recommends, the whole nine yards, uh, as well as just kind of get some ideas about him, what his thoughts are on the PGA Tour and how it stands right now. So again, I can't emphasize this enough, and I'll finally get through this. These mats are the realest of deals. If you're looking to get better at putting right now, they work for the number one player in the world, Dustin Johnson. They work for a hack like me. So they know they're going to work for people like you. They come in three main sizes, all the way from their compact edition up to their XL version that stretches out to 15 feet when fully extended. If you're looking to get your practice in during those rainy months and the parts of early parts of spring, if you're up in the Northeast, because we know that that happens, Use our code GTL15. Again, that's code GTL15 for 15% off your mat today. And again, I can't emphasize this enough. If they're good enough for world number one, Dustin Johnson, they're going to help you too. I'm super excited to announce it. Thank you, Perfect Practice, for coming on board with us as our new official putting training aid sponsor. Super happy to have them. I echo that. They are they are a great product and uh you got to I, try them. I, I, I personally look forward to seeing this uh, putting re- evolution um, this month when when we're get, when we get together to play. Uh, I'm telling you, it's it's been a work in progress. It's once, a, that... once again, Christian's lying quiet. <laughs> I, I love to come up, obviously, but again. Starting a new job, so I gotta, I gotta, you know. All right, how about this? You can, you can watch because I know you said you may need to crash at our place for one night when you come into town for, for the new gig. If you need to crash at my place, you can try it out yourself. You can see it for yourself. uh, Pun intended. Perfect, right? Um, So we can see it for ourselves, be able to truly show you that I have gotten better. But again, I'm super excited for this. Uh, we've obviously had some great success with these guys in the past with some of our already existing promotions we've done with them, had some good conversations and we got them officially on board. So awesome to have them, uh, and looking fun to all the, uh, forward to all the excitement that we have coming this year with them. So, um, that being said, there was other people rolling the rock pretty well. They were down at a little course just outside and in Innisbrook. And yeah, but I want to uh, talk about, I want to talk about somebody else first. I want to talk about big Mike again. I want to give him. Oh. I want to give. I want to give him some some additional. Big Mike missed the cut, guys. I don't know if you all saw that. I did see that. Big Big Mike finished uh, plus three, seventy four, seventy one. I mean, how do you think you feel when you step up on the first hole at the Copperhead Course at the Valspar and you make birdie? <laughs> yeah. Your first in your first tour event. It can only get worse from here. That's what my mindset was. And unfortunately, did he he carded three straight bogeys after that. And but it was a phenomenal up and down. I, mean, I will say that. I don't know if you guys got to see the first hole, see the, the up and down. It was phenomenal. It was pretty well put together. So, And, and obviously, if you're not familiar with the story we're talking about, uh, big Michael Visaki, he has toiled on the uh, mini tours for years. He's become an immediate social media um, darling because of his uh, pure raw emotion once he qualified. Uh, in the Monday qualifier, and he, he, I mean, he shot 71 the next day. So, hey, not, not, not too shabby, right? I think he actually was, 
I'm looking forward here. Give me a second, boys. I think Phil shot. I'm talking. There's Mickelson right there, actually. I think Phil was worse, wasn't he? Uh, Phil was Phil was even. Oh. Yep. I'll put it to you this way. I think the, the, the cool thing about Big Mike and his story is it's relatable to us average guys and girls that are just trying to play some good golf on the weekends. Obviously, he's a little bit more talented than someone like ourselves, but we, we obviously look forward to those types of stories, those feel-good stories. Those are the ones that, you know, we can be able to sit here and chat about. Um, so all in all, I, I think, I hope he gets some, speaking of sponsor exemptions, I hope he does get a couple. That'd be kind of cool. Um, it's, it's tough. It's a tough course to play just to begin with. So it's even tougher when you're in tournament conditions. And, um, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, he, he, he performed very well to even just get to the tournament. So we're happy for the fact that he was able to do something that he's always dreamed about doing. So. I, I, Andrew, I can't. I can't wait to see. And I'll let you guys, Christian, you can dive into the the X's and O's of the event, what you saw, um, break it down. But I, I, I can't wait to see Dale Trail. I mean, Abraham Answer had a uh, he had a solid performance. I'm sure there was a good hot dog eaten by. Uh... Well, so here's the thing. All right, we we obviously know we mainly know Dale and and Abraham Answer's caddy from the iconic photo of them walking up, you know, the fairway at the uh, masters in the fall, but um, he's a cool dude. I've gotten to meet him in person um, through our good friend, Kyle Peters. And uh, what's that? Peppers. Peppers. Yep. Or this week, no one has kicked me or kicked me as this week's known. Um, But uh, what's cool about these guys that are caddies on the tour that are guys around our ages they just enjoy being out there. They do some cool and unique things. They try to keep things light. Um, but they, they take a real passion. I mean, a real passion with what they do. And it's there's a lot of unsung hours that they put in that people aren't aware of how detailed these caddies are on tour. So um, it's a good showing. Obviously, wasn't the one that ultimately got it done. I'm excited to talk about the guy that did get it done. Um Christian, I'll let you share your thoughts first if you want, or if you want to go right into it, you're more than welcome. But definitely excited to talk about the guy that actually won because it's a pretty cool story too. Yeah, I mean, obviously we all know Sam Burns uh, won by three shots today over Keegan Bradley um, and, and a really charge at the leaderboard, Victor Hovlin. Um, you know, Hovlin shooting 65 today, played phenomenal, right? Uh, you know, Keegan shot three under on the front nine today, but again, stumbled on the back nine, shot three over uh, that double when he was 16 under on that par three hitting the ball in the water really, uh, really hurt his chances right there. And I think that was just kind of like a uh, just kind of like a shot to his gut pretty much. You know, it was just uh, not something that he wasn't really expecting, obviously, to do, you know. But again, right after that happened, Sam Burns just took full advantage of it. Right. Got to 18 under, then ahead of bogey, then back to 18 under. But. You know, ultimately finished at minus 17. You know, it was great seeing Keegan back up at top of the leaderboard, in my opinion. I love Keegan. I love what he does for, for the game and stuff like that. And I, and I wish that he could, uh, you know, get back in the winner circle here very soon. But, again, hats off to Sam Burns. I think there's going to be uh, one of many tour events coming his way. That yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, I love his game. I, I, yeah. also like, I also like the guy, as you know, that finished third. I mean – Victor Hovland came charging up that board also. 
Yeah, and he's been quiet as of late, Hovland. Uh, but again, you know, you, you get hot at the right times. You know, this could be a turning point for here for Sam Burns. Who knows? I mean, Sam Burns. This could this could have confidence through the the wall for him. You know, this this could lead to a major for him this year. Who knows at this point? You know what I mean? Like, well, so I think the thing but, that's, the thing to take away from this, and, and obviously, it's his first win, first and foremost, right? So, first win on PGA Tour is always a special one. You're always going to remember that one. That's always going to be one that that everyone's going to talk about, you know, no matter when. Um, I think he has been so close and has had so many learning experiences from the close calls that he's had that when he got a chance to put it away tonight or today, if you want to call it today, um, he didn't, he didn't let go. Like he just, he finished it and he, he threw the hammer down and said, we're, we're done. The one that I was actually kind of surprised of, um, the dude, we talked about him, we joke about him, we all like him, is Max Homa. I thought for sure Max Homa was going to come out and and, and kind of go guns blazing. Um, he was playing really, really well. I think he just kind of lost track of, of some – I don't know what really happened. Shot three over today, um, which is not obviously ideal in the final round, but uh, he was right there. I thought he was the one that was going to be able to make a run today and really make a, a showing. Um, and then Cameron Tringale. I think this kid's this kid's impressive too, and and this dude's impressive too. And um, overall, I think there's a lot of guys that I'm seeing at the top of the leaderboard that are are surprising names that I'm thinking might actually have a chance to do some pretty good, um, you know, pl- put some pretty good play together during the uh, next couple of weeks, and maybe even at the PGA if they get there, like. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, again, nine under. He kind of had a rough start of the week, but then kind of came back through. So there's a lot of guys that are, that are playing pretty well right now. So it's, it, it just makes the weekend, week out tournaments that much more special to watch because you don't know who's going to go off and, and finally get it done. But nonetheless, all in all, it's, it was a great weekend um, for Sam Burns. There you go. <laughs> that being said, obviously um, – we are closing in here. We're walking up the 18th green here on another round of golf of the 19th hole, as we like to say. Uh, we will turn it over to Christian first for his closing thoughts. Obviously, he is usually our uh, swing analysis one, so we'll hopefully hear a little bit of swing analysis of his own problems from this weekend because it sounded like he had some struggles out there on the course. <laughs> and since I always get bashed for my putting stroke, I'm going to give him a little shot there because, well, I heard I heard some struggles are occurring, so have to give it when he actually yeah. does have it happen. Yeah, my closing thought is my golf game sucks. My driver swing is atrocious. I cannot hit a fairway to save my life, whether I hit an iron off a tee, a three wood, a putter, no matter what I hit, I cannot hit the fairway to save my life. Um, You know, no, Rory's too busy doing Kate Spade commercials. Um, I hope that Ricky or not Rory, excuse me. I thought you said my bad. Ricky, again, we'll go down deep in that in a few weeks. Again, I hope Ricky enjoys his commercials because he's not doing a whole lot of golfing as of late. Hopefully he can play well at the PGA. Um, I say it every week to you guys, follow us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, we'd love to hear you guys' feedback and how we can get better, um, and, and improve each and every week. Um, so anything we can do to help you guys or anything we can do to, to spice up the show, please let us know. Um, hopefully you guys have a safe and healthy week. We'll see you guys on our, on our Thursday show and, uh, have a great evening. Good. 
Well, I would. I did slide out to play a couple holes on Saturday. We had an event, so I slid out to the Lynx nine and um, uh, dropped a couple balls in twenty three fairway. Threw them in there tight. Pounded it down the middle of the fairway on the next hole, two right in a row because I was playing two balls. Thought that I was back to being a top notch player, and then pulled hook two directly into the pond. So great. <laughs> So what I you're mean, saying is this could be an interesting uh, couple. Of I mean, I stood up. I stood up on the par three, and it's a. It was playing 178, and I you hit three wood. I no, I had like six iron, and I had like I. I don't even know how it stayed in bounds. <laughs> Solid. I hit it like 110 yards, dead right. <laughs> it was Good. bad. Good, but. Wasn't because I'll tell you what, that was my irons. So my irons are, are, you know, horrific, but the driver, the new sim, it's rocking and it's even being more, uh, it's even um, succeeding more so because I'm using the official golf tee of Golf Talk Live. I'm talking about the Survivor Golf Tee with its center prong technology with external balancing prongs provides the lowest friction between the golf ball. And the golf tee, you get longer rollout. That's what I need. The only way I'm going to be able to keep it up with you, Andrew, its height gauge allows for a consistent tee depth. It's the most advanced performance golf tee made to date. And it's engineered with engineering-grade polymer Survivor Golf Tee. You can find it at SurvivorGolfTee.com. They are our good friends over at Greenskeeper, and we really do urge you to check them out. They got some really cool products. This one being obviously um, the one that uh, is is our official. But uh, yeah, so that's Christian. You're not alone. I'm feeling really de- defeated in the uh, on you on the link right now. Yeah, I'd rather watch golf. I'll say this as my closing thoughts. Um, congratulations again, Sam Burns, on your first PGA Tour victory. Um, enjoy it it's obviously going to be a pretty cool memory for you for the rest of your life um big mike invitation is still out if anybody can help us get in touch with big mike we'd love to have him on the show talk about his first pga tour experience and being able to you know monday qualify as always um and then my other closing thought is i look forward to talking with you guys again uh, as we look ahead to next week and next week's tournament um we greatly appreciate everyone following along uh if you are uh, following us on social media, please share it with your friends, family, whoever may be taking up the game. Even if they are just starting out, love to answer any questions they may have on our social medias about how we can help. Um, or if you're looking to start up, you know, what's the best way to start? Happy to help as best as we possibly can. So um, thank you guys all for tuning in. And we will uh, we'll see you guys all next time on our Thursday show. Christian, hit it long and straight. Because, because you and I are good. Because you and I hit a short crooked. Yeah, true. <laughs>